welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. We're struggling to find time, aren't we? I think it's just not a. There used to be an obvious time in the week, and um, yeah. we've kind of lost that that obvious time of the week. So it's trying to grab half an hour mm. um, when we're both around. But we're here, and and we want to reinstigate weather watch. My goodness, it has rained. It has been. Where Storm is Debbie? Sunny North Allerton gone. It is just muddy and rainy. And especially because we're living on a building site. We are living on a building so site. They, they move all of the soil and the rubble and sand all over our road. And then we have to drive through the road, which I was particularly frustrated at when I had just paid the extra service to get my car. Um, the boys had persuaded me not to go for the economy, which I always go through but to go for the, the premium premium deluxe so i paid for premium car wash at um, the co-op garage and got home and it looked filthy mm. as i parked the car because it had just all splashed up from the road so i had noticed they cleaned it today so um have they yeah Are you sure that's not just the rain it could just actually it could just be the I rain think sometimes they go around with the sweeper most of the time it's the rain um <coughs> so yeah, weather watch, it has rained. Um, other exciting news on our estate is there's going to be an Aldi. Oh, we just found that out last night. I know. There's going to be an Aldi, there's going to be a Greg's, there's going to be a Burger King. I'm not so keen about the Burger King. I and think there'll be too many fast food outlets. But anyway, um, and a Starbucks. So we have never in our life lived near a fast food no. chain. Whereas no, now we could pick up McDonald's because that's just opened on the way home. And have McDonald's at home like we've never had McDonald's And we've enjoyed because McDonald's is a decent walking distance from our house. So it's been quite nice to walk with the children to McDonald's to get hot chocolate and then walk back. Um, Burger King is going to be a little close for my I liking. Think, like, we can't smell. I always thought we'd be able to smell McDonald's, but I think the wind generally blows the other way. I don't know with Burger King where actually we get more of the burger smell. Yeah, a bit worried about that. And then Greg, Greg seemed to open up. Like, there's already one in town. They don't care, do they? They no. just open another one. Yeah, you can't have enough <laughs> They're Greg's. taking over the world. Get our Stotties. No, I don't know if they'd sell them. No, sometimes yeah, they do. Yeah, I think they'll sell, they sell Stotties. And then Aldi. So we, we do shop at Lidl. Yeah. And I think I'm a Lidl girl. Are you? I don't know. I used to like Aldi, but I've got into such a kind of rhythm with Lidl. They are I pretty identical. I, I don't know if you're allowed to say that. They feel they're identical. Apparently, Aldi won't have a bakery. Oh, we were chatting last night on the way to Coronavirus. How would you know that there's not a bakery? Uh, apparently, Aldi's don't have bakeries. Oh, like okay. Lidl's have soon. bakeries. But we never get anything from the bakery. I know, I'm just saying. Mm. I, I might want a pan of chocolate. You get one from Greg's. Greg's is just so cheap as well. I mean, I like I got a lunch. Like mm. I got loads of food. It was like four quid. And I just... Compared to what you'd spend somewhere else, let's yeah. that's a really yeah. cheap. Um, I like their pumpkin spice lattes. I do. So anyway, I don't think this do our waistline any good, and the fact that it's walkable. Yeah. Can just imagine um, what it will do. And that also walking there, that's an interesting that into the, the conversation that you don't want to have is that we'll be able to walk there with the dog, just a little, well, just <coughs> walk up was the top of the street and. Mm. 
I can have a Greg's while I'm walking the dog. You've spoiled my little segue. So I was going to say, right? I just thought of a funny thing to do, that we normally put our phones on silent during okay. the podcast. That's yeah. what we do. However, Claire, you've not put your phone on silent. So yeah. why is that? Because we have applied for um, a certain a certain canine <laughs> hound um, from Blue Cross, um, which I'm really, really, really keen on. And um, I'm waiting for Blue Cross to call me back. So um, we don't have a great track record as our family, do we? No, animals. no, we're but not we're gonna a big give animal it a go. family. But um, yeah, we've we've kept a hamster alive. We have. We like the hamster. We've done we really like well with the hamster. hamster. Um, have we had the hamster a year now? Yeah, we've, yeah, we've had the hamster so. a year. I mean, uh, as enthusiasm in the household i'm probably at the bottom of the run would you no, say probably that? about it you're way at the bottom wrong <laughs> of the enthusiasm every time i mention it you give this kind of uh face um but the rest of us are absolutely stoked to be getting a dog i work from home i think having the company throughout the day is going to be a really really big deal to me yeah and i'm trying to out for exercise i'm trying to uh, trying to own why i have this like uh Really, I just think it'll go away when you see the animal. Probably, I think as soon as you actually kind of, yeah, own it as part of your family. So when I see it, when I clean up after it, when I clean yeah, the poop, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You think that's going to do? <laughs> think that's going to do it for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyway, it seems to be what's happening to me. Um, so, and you have very little choice in well, it. Well, um, we'll go through it. Since the enthusiasm of the kids. However, so one thing I do know, I've known families that have got pets because the kids have been really enthusiastic about it. And two weeks down the line, they're not interested at all. So the big thing of me is if we want a dog, we've got to want a dog. Yeah. We're not getting it because the kids say they're going to walk it every day because yeah, our kids probably will walk it, but you can't because you just won't, it won't be yeah. there. So they won't care about it. I guess that's my hunch. But, um, but I'm very enthusiastic But about you're it. very enthusiastic so. about it. And seemingly you will be happy to go out in the rain and walk it. Yep. Got so my waterproofs. Got my rain jacket. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> so I'll be interested. <laughs> I will be interested. <laughs> Who's walking the dog tonight? That will be an interesting conversation. We'll see where that goes. Yep. But you're very confident at the moment. I am. That'll be you. Yeah. <laughs> Confidence is key. <laughs> Confidence is key. Um, so that's um, interesting. What else has been going on? Marriage course. And we've really enjoyed the marriage course. The marriage course has been fantastic. I hope everybody else has enjoyed it um, as much as we have. I think we've been quite challenged by it. Are we Some allowed to say what last week's topic is? Yeah, go for it. No, go on, you do it. Okay, you're embarrassed. <laughs> last week's topic was sex. So okay. we waited till um, all of our children were sat at the dinner table that night and said, so this week's topic in marriage course was sex, to which Sam nearly kind of lost what he was eating kind of out <laughs> onto his plate and just said, mum, please, we're eating. So, um, yeah, that, that was so interesting. It was inter- I guess one of the things that reminded me just how little churches talk about sex. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it was just stark. So to watch a video... <coughs> to happy conversation about it in we was in church so in a place where sex is not talked about mm. um there really was i was aware of that oh wow why that's really interesting when we when we know that actually it's a big part of being human it's a big part of life it's a big part of all sorts of mm. negatives and positives but it never gets mentioned i mean i 
And I guess one of the interesting also things was about conversations about sex. So mm. you've always talked to the kids about it generally, just yeah. because I, I struggle to do that. Well, you, no, you struggle to do it without laughing, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you just giggle your way through it. Yeah, whereas... Uh, it's not very bit, helpful. It's not very helpful. Um, so yeah, I and I don't know, I've never seen a church model talking about sex well. No, but the way they did it in the marriage course was not awkward at all. It was really natural and easy, but it was also still fairly blunt. Yeah, um, you know, the kind of topics that they covered. I found it really helpful. There we go. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, other stuff. So um, oh, rattling through a few things that's going on in life. Um, football. So I went to watch Leicester play. <clears throat> a really interesting reflection that I was in the middle. So Leicester play Middlesbrough. I couldn't get a Leicester ticket for Toffee because they were all gone. Um, but I could get a Middlesbrough ticket. You couldn't get ticket. a ticket in the Leicester area. Yeah, I couldn't get in the yeah. Leicester area with all the Leicester fans who were all wearing blue, singing, having a whale of a time most of the game. Yeah. I was sat in the Middlesbrough fans uh, with um, Toby. Um, so it was me, Toby, an old lady sat next to Toby, getting quite animated by the fact that Toby wasn't very animated about mm-hmm. the football. So she kind of said to him, you know, just a couple of times, you know, you need to get shouting. And he was like, okay. Um, <laughs> but I guess, so I, why am I talking about that? So, it was really interesting being part of the Middlesbrough story end of a fan, or the Middlesbrough fans, yeah. but not being part of their story. So, you know, they were animated about things that I was animated the opposite about. It was just an interesting reflection, just that how uncomfortable I felt, you know, even, and, and we lost in the end, Middlesbrough scored. I did stand up when Middlesbrough scored because I wasn't going to sit there, although it would be too obvious um, that I, so I did join in. Um, it was a good goal, so you could applaud that. But yeah, it was just interesting being part of the opposite. Yeah, I don't know. It was just an interesting, uncomfortable realization that actually what it feels like not to be part of the the main story. Mm. Um, Which is interesting because like in church, we're all there part of the main story. We're all there together, but put us in a different context. Yeah. And, like, and I guess when we have we? visitors who aren't Christians who come to church, yeah, what it sure. feels like for them, because they're yeah. not part of our story yeah. necessarily. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would have much preferred to have been in the other end. Yeah, sure. Um, but anyway. Um, and then but they lost anyway. And they lost. Which is a bit sad. But it, even when you're losing, it's best to be around your people who are losing together. Yes. Than around a lot of people who are very excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was quite, yeah, they all will... I was pretty downcast when I left, but everyone around me was joyous and singing. Yeah. <coughs> um, so that was an interesting reflection. Last little bit of news. So um, you've been doing something called Growing Leaders. Yeah, which is what a is that about? Fantastic um, leadership course. Um, it's led by Cramner, and um, it's over in Middlesbrough. We go about once a month on Tuesday night, and um, last night was exploring your call, uh-huh, okay. which was which is really interesting. Um, Ian Galloway led the majority of the evening and he talked about how um, how as a parent, you really want um, purpose for your child's life. You want them to have an in, you know, a, mm-hmm. a life full of aims and, um, and purpose. And he said how God wants that for your life too. And that's why you kind of, um, it's worth going on a journey exploring your call and everybody has a call some of it is a particular call some of it is a gen- more general call on your life everybody has a call on their life and um and it's from a heavenly father who mm. wants good things um for us and i yeah find it interesting i am um, i started the evening 
we had to go around and kind of put stickers on various different questions about our call. And I was more in the, I don't really know what necessarily the call is that I, God has on my life. Um, I felt, you know, some people were strongly kind of in the camp of, we know what God's calling is for our life. And, you know, I'm, I struggle with that a little bit. Um, but I found the evening led me to think that's really important. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and if I'll follow that up with my mentor um, in a couple of weeks and that'll that'll be interesting mm-hmm. yeah good thing fantastic um cool so i guess um i spoke on this um feeding 5000 i was gonna say seven on the mount yeah not that but not that i'm um, feeding the 5000 on sunday on remembrance sunday where we've started a tradition of going and joining the rest of the town for the parades uh which is fantastic <coughs> it's really really good to be um, part of that but it means you start at 10 and you have a firm You've got to be out of the building by ten to ten. Yeah. Um, so ten you to have eleven. Ten to eleven. So you have a very um, so the pressure of finishing on time. Yeah. Meant I think I probably spoke the fastest I've spoke because um, I really liked the passage and there was a lot I wanted to say. Um, so I probably was a bit faster. Um, that was just my thought. Yeah. But you seem to keep came up. across as passionate. So I think passionate maybe from and now fast. on, just speed yes. up your talk, and, um, and you'll be exuding passion. There you go. I didn't realise those two things were connected, speed and passion. Oh, maybe uh, they are. Yeah, then we should leave that one well alone. <laughs> um, so feeding the 5,000. And this is an interesting, because I preached on it a few times. Uh, I preached on it when I was in Cambridge. I used it as a sermon when I was in Romania and in Ghana, which mm-hmm. is interesting enough. So this is um, sort of a passage and a sermon. There's not many sermons that I preach more than once. I normally mm-hmm. spend all the time writing it and then come Sunday and then put it away whereas this one I've come back to a few times Mm. Um, and I think it is probably one of my most favorite stories in John because I think he tells it in a really interesting way that just all these little sparks you know that make connections to other stuff yeah I you know I wouldn't have said it's a wonderful story I wouldn't have said historically um, that it was one of my favorites but I think actually kind of even from Sunday that's kind of changed my perspective. Oh. There was a lot came out that I hadn't seen before um, throughout the story. Just um, Jesus's attentiveness and care and compassion um, for the people who were there and how that, um, that it makes me think about how I show others care and compassion and attentiveness mm. um, in hosting, in uh, being there for people, in ministry, um, it's been a big, a big challenge. Mm. And I guess there was t- my two kind of main points were that everyone got a piece of grass to sit on. Yeah, there was two things you took. You at the start of the service, you said you challenged people to remember two yes. things: the green grass and what was the other thing? You can't remember. No, I've just now forgotten it. Uh, that everyone gets fed. That everyone gets fed. Of course, it is. Yeah. So everyone has a place and everyone has food. But the green grass, that's something, never heard that before. I've read that story. It doesn't actually times. say green grass, it just says grass. It said the grass, okay. The, it, but the you would grass. assume it was green. So it's it's in the Middle East as well. Yeah. So grass, I'd imagine, is it's not always, I don't it's know. Not always grassy. Um, it's quite grassy. But he quite, yeah. mentioned specifically sit on the grass, not sit on the ground. Yeah. But he used the word grass, and I think certainly the way you um, spoke about it on Sunday was it felt like grass was a very intentional word yeah that sit sit on the sit on the softness Mm. you know and also you kind of 
I don't want to jump ahead, but you connected that to um, Psalm 23. Yeah. Um, that, um, yeah, mm. that we are. Yeah, and I guess, you know, so why is it mentioned? I mean, most guys wouldn't sit on dust on a dirty ground. I don't think people would generally. They, they seemed that they were determined to follow Jesus anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. So I think they would have sat anywhere. Um, but Jesus provides and it was encouraged them to sit on the grass. And it, interesting, in John's account, he, he talks about he goes to be with his disciples. The other Gospels talk about different things. He goes up to heal people, and then this happens. Whereas John mm. says he goes to um, uh, to be with his disciples, uh, and then everyone else follows him up uh, and kind of um, comes around him and, and shares time with him. Um, so there was this sense of, you know, he was there to be with disciples, but then everyone else came around uh, and was there as part of the conversation as well. Mm. Um, and that's where the kind of need um, arose from. Um, you're frantically looking at something in your yeah, Bible. Yeah, I, um, I just just want to just read um, the, the first part of um, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And I just, that that is what you really pulled out yeah. on Sunday. Because that's the image that John paints, isn't that's it? That's the image that, you, you know, you sat against the side of a lake on green grass. Well, not he doesn't say green, but on grass. And then you're fed. Mm. Um, there's just such a sense of care mm. and, um, and compassion and, and thought for the people there. Yeah, and I think um, that's evident, isn't it? And that everyone, and we don't know how many people were there because that's the thing, isn't it? You know, it says 5,000 men. But it could be men meaning everybody. Yeah, it could and be. And it could mean males, not including the women and the children. So yeah. there's some debate on whether and or there not. There is some debates on that. I don't really think it's that important. I no, very much. just like a lot a of people. There was a great multitude of people. Yeah. Like a, a, a huge amount of people. And the number is, there's some significance number because it's like an army size number. So there's this idea that, you know, like the end of the John passage, they wanted to overthrow, you know, they wanted to crown him king there and bring about kind of the end of Roman rule. So there was a, there's a military element to it. I didn't really pick up on that on Sunday because I probably ran out of time. Um, but there was this kind of, you know, they wanted to crown him king, but he's there demonstrating a different way of being mm. um, king that they don't really understand. So there's the 5,000 is... I, I don't, numbers are never insignificant in John. Sure. There's always a reason why he says them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things, just the depth of John's gospel, of all the scripture, but John, just just how much interplay, how much connections, how much of the story that has implications to other stories that you have to dig into, you mm. know, and delve into. And even when you do it, they're still like, oh, do, does it mean that? Maybe. Um, there's still lots of questions. It's hard because we're not his original reader. No. He intentionally <coughs> wrote the gospel for a reader that would, you know, most likely get what he was talking about. Yeah. And we miss a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I guess we are challenged to study and to, um, you know, reflect back. Yeah, I think so. Um, but so much of it lost, you know, it's a little bit lost. Um, but so everyone gets a piece of grass. Oh. <laughs> Piece of grass. <laughs> everyone gets a piece of grass. Everyone gets a, <coughs> a spot on the grass. Um, and then everyone gets fed, which is another miraculous thing. And even just how the miracle happens, you know, because it's a bit like um, just turning water into wine. It kind of happens in the hands of those who are distributing it. Mm. doesn't happen that um, 
there's suddenly a whacking great pile of food and that everyone piles in but it is just in this and i like that image of just every time you, know, you put your hand in the jar or hand in the basket more food comes out more yeah. food comes out it happens in the hands of those giving out and there's something kingdom of godly something kind of grace filled about that mm. that that's where it happens um it's not you know jesus i'm sure could have just miraculously made a banquet hall mm. but you know it was just in the hands of the givers very simple yeah very low-key really yeah just this never-ending food and then you know then we go on to the next bits you know jesus the bread of life and there's this mm. ongoing life that comes from jesus so john's using it as a metaphor of saying look this is what life is like mm. with jesus and with god and all are cared for you know and all yeah. have the good you know and hospitality is such a key thing isn't it so you know to go out you know to be invited somewhere and not have enough food was a disgrace mm. you know was here you know everyone got their seat and everyone got more than enough food you know so the hospitality element to it is huge yeah um, it just challenged me about hosting just more food I, I think we should host i think mm. as christians we should be hosts and not everybody feels able to do that but there's just something so um special and important in gathering together particularly mm. for a meal um and we've we've tried it's been quite interesting just having people we've had a few people around for dinner we've mm. gone around to a few people's houses for dinner it's not the norm no in north allerton but i don't think it's the norm in the uk either mm. i don't think it's a well it's just a north east thing i think it's a or maybe it never was. I don't know. It just, mm. but it feels like now it's less common. And I was reflecting a little bit. It feels like probably how we live means it's less common. You know, yeah. <coughs> there's a trend to probably not eating around the dinner table anymore. You know, in front of the telly. So mm. if you invite someone around, you've got to a clear. You might not have a dinner table. Yeah. You've got to clear the table. You've got to do something different. And there's thing here, whereas actually Jesus was just doing just a simple meal simple thing just be part of something mm. um there was no five-star service was there it was everyone no. mucking in yeah and probably waiting a long time because you had to wait mm. to share the food um but yeah hospitality is mm. interesting isn't it um and there is this that obviously that amazing connection with um psalm 23 um which I thought, well, talk for a bit more with that. And I wonder whether you just read it at the end as a bit of a closing meditation. Yeah, sure. Would you be up for that since you've yeah. um, worked it out? Um, any other thoughts on hospitality, feeding, green grass? I just thought, I think we should do it. I think we should do it in church. We should mm. host, we should show hospitality. Um, I'm really grateful for an amazing team at New Life Baptist Church mm. um, for hospitality. they put on some amazing mm. um amazing events and um just there to serve teas and coffees at the end of mm. church and they yeah I've, they're a fantastic team and mm. I'm, I'm really grateful for them um but just at home as well you know um be showing people that compassion that that love bring people into your home have them around for dinner mm. or have them around for tea and cake if you're not kind of a mealtime well, person takeaway we've done that haven't we uh, we've so done that we've we'll met with busy people <laughs> and it's like okay we'll collect a takeaway on the way there um which is also great but yeah just 
yeah, be meeting up with people. Um, there is something about that eating together, yeah. sharing together. Yeah, it doesn't have to be fancy. No. Um, but uh, there just seems to be something about food um, throughout the Gospels as well. Mm. That actually there is, yeah, it is important. And with our new food distribution centre just up the road. Between there you go. Aldi, Burger King. So we bakery. could have people around for dinner say, what do you fancy? And pick it up just on the way. You'll take, the order, <laughs> yeah, take the order or they'll, they'll pick it up, bring it around. <laughs> we'll have pasties. There you go. Actually, you know what? I don't think you get, I don't know, you really don't get pasties in Greg's anymore. So growing up in Tyneside, a corned beef pasty was from a, a staple from Greg's. A corned beef pasty was one of the best sellers. So it'd be rows and rows of them. I don't think you can get a corned beef pasty outside of Tyneside. No, um, so yeah, that's interesting. Variations. Not a big fan of the corned beef. You've never tried it. You've uh, genuinely I have tried it. no, I've no, no. You've no. never tried it, and you said you said to me, "I just know that I will not like <laughs> it." Well, I don't know how you know that you will not like it if you don't try it. Probably, I know I don't want to like it. Okay, but this this is it's it. cracking. The corned beef pasty <laughs> is fantastic stuff. I'd, I'd never come across it until I met you. And went up north and, and your grandma you would say you haven't tried it. it. My mum like, makes an remember. amazing corned beef pie. There you go. Hey, that. Maybe I'll give it a go when we go up to Greg's in Newcastle. Yeah. No, you won't. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Right. I think um, I wonder, do you, do you want to get Psalm 23? Um, yeah, sure. Up, and we'll just finish by you um, reading it. And I think there is, I think John does play on this. Um, just enacting something that's so well known um, within a place and a time. Yeah. Um, and I think, how do we live out this psalm? Because that's what Jesus is saying. It's like, this isn't just a one-off thing. You know, in the kingdom of God, in God's new kingdom, everyone gets a place. Everyone can be fed. Everyone can, you know, a find a place within mm. within God's community but also can be sustained within God's community. Yeah. And that's hard when church lets us down, when people let us down, but still we come back, not for the five-star service, mm. because churches, in, even if they have all the resources in the world, still can't offer that. But it's come get involved, be yeah. part of this kingdom of God. Um, and John's trying to reintroduce that into a new way. So we're going to finish with you just reading yeah. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Well, we'll leave it there. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to um, sharing again soon. Take care. God bless. Goodbye.